This podcast is made possible by the generosity of supporting members. Please visit dharmaocean.org to learn more about becoming a supporting member. You are listening to the Dharma Ocean Podcast. Reggie begins this talk by saying, There is nothing wrong with anyone here. When we approach practice as a way to solve a problem, we miss the basic message of this lineage, that life is perfect, right now, as it is. This talk was given at the September 2005 Meditating with the Body Retreat, held in Crestone, Colorado. To find out about the upcoming Meditating with the Body Retreat, please visit dharmaocean.org. I want to, um, to convey some bad news. And the bad news is, this is very, very important, that there's nothing wrong with anyone here. (laughs) And I, I have to, I have to say this because a number of people in the uh, interviews, if not everyone, seem to spend a huge amount of time preoccupied with their problems. And particularly what's wrong with them. Now consider the possibility that there actually is nothing wrong with anyone here. Consider that possibility. Then the question becomes, why do you spend so much time (laughs) churning and churning and churning about how you have a problem you're fundamentally damaged. Um, you have, you know, these terrible traumas in your life, and therefore you're a defective human being. This is a very important question we each need to ask ourselves. Why do we do that? Why do we have to spend so much time thinking about me and my fundamental? flaws and my fundamental damage. Truly, there's nothing wrong with anyone here. I've met almost everyone, and I didn't see one person where there was anything wrong with them, except this little, (laughs) this little thing that we keep doing. I invite you to let go of this um, self-created preoccupation. I invite you to do that. Now, if I had said this at the beginning of the program, it wouldn't have really um, made any sense to you. Because we live in a culture where the entire presupposition of the culture is that we're all deeply fucked up. And, we're, and our life is completely inadequate. I mean, this is the presupposition of this culture. 
And, you know, if, I think as we talked about in the last uh, intensive, there are a lot of reasons and there are a lot of investments why that needs to, to keep going in this culture. There are a lot of um, people feel very threatened when they hear the teaching of basic goodness. Basic goodness, which is um, the fundamental teaching of Buddhism and of this lineage, is not that you're basically good, but um, in a lot of other ways you're fucked up. You know, you're really fucked up, but basically you're good. Somewhere under there, which is completely out of sight. No, that's not the teaching. The teaching is that there's a fundamental goodness that runs throughout you and your whole life. And the reason I can tell you this now, there are two reasons. One is the body work has put us in touch with that goodness. And, you know, that's the other thing. I think people, you know, there's been very much a discovery that people can relax and they don't have to spend their whole life kind of obsessing about how fucked up they are. So that's one thing. We have the experiential basis, you know, for me to say what I'm saying. You know, there, there's this, this sense of healthiness and well-being that um, I've experienced with pretty much everybody that's coming through the practice. And, you know, the more you do it, the more you feel there's a kind of fundamental goodness and healthiness and blessing in your whole life. And as we were saying yesterday, especially in the things where things don't go your way, you know, you, you're feeling that... I mean, truly, that is the love of the universe impinging on us, you know, and, and kind of waking us up when things don't go our way. So that's one reason I can say it. And the other reason is that on the path, there does come a time when we actually have to let go of the idea that I have a problem. Now, that might come as a um, alarming news. It might be alarming. Because many of us spend actually most of our time thinking about how we have a problem. And we're, we're trying to always solve that problem, whatever it is. This is why I said the other day, um, you know, that engineering our own life at a certain point, it's just not in our best interest. Engineering our life comes from the idea that we have a fundamental problem that has to be fixed up. So, you know, once you begin to realize that that's not the case, then the whole idea of engin engineering your life becomes obsolete. It's not, re <clears throat> it's not relevant anymore. So, um, I invite you to consider the possibility, actually, that you're okay. And not only that you're okay, that your life is okay. And not just that it's okay, but that actually it is exactly what it needs to be, and that things are unfolding for you exactly as they need to. It doesn't mean that there's not pain. It doesn't mean there's not distress. It doesn't mean that we don't live and die. It doesn't mean that we, we don't have emotions that are difficult. It doesn't mean we don't have um, very um, challenging situations in our life. But what it means is there's no problem. And that, uh, at a certain point in your own development, you will be able to accelerate very quickly if you're willing to let go of the idea that you have a problem and that your life is a problem. And at that point, we begin to see, you know, I was saying this morning, uh, gather the energy. You know, we need to kind of gather the energy and not just try to get rid of things, get rid of discomfort, even through the body work. 
even though, you know, the body work does resolve things very quickly. But we don't have to have the, it's important not to have the attitude that there are all these unacceptable things in our life. And the basic unacceptable thing that we have to jettison is the idea that we're not good and that there's some fundamental problem. We need, I invite you to let go of the idea that you have a problem. And I know there are people here that go, well, you know, maybe they don't have a problem, but I have a problem. <laughs> I can see people thinking that. <laughs> the bad news is, this applies to everyone, including you. This is a, a, a huge challenge because it is such a fundamental part of who we are in the sense of our idea of ourselves and our, our, our identity is so bound up with I have a problem. You don't have a problem. You are not a problem. There's actually nothing wrong with you. And let it go. Let it go. And when you, when you catch yourself coming back around to the idea that you have a problem, let it go. Yes, we have, you know, at that point you could say, okay, what is the body work? If I don't have a problem, then, then what's, why should I do the body work? Why should I do anything? Because we have situations in life that are very challenging. We have pain, we have confusion, we have um, all of these emotions that we need to actually relate with. And also, even if you have the view that you don't have a problem, and even if you really fundamentally accept that, that you don't have a problem, the tendency to think we have a problem keeps coming up. And there are things that provoke it. Even if, you, even if you're a very good Vajrayana practitioner, and you, this is called sacred outlook, what I'm talking about here, um, there are going to be times when that voice comes back, you know. Dad turns up on the scene telling you you're no good. Or your mother is telling you, you know, if you don't do this, you're not something. You know, those voices are in us, and they do surface. And we do have to work with them, and we need to make the journey. You know, at a certain point, those voices don't have any hold on us anymore, and that's what enlightenment is. When the um, understanding of perfection, the view of our own, the perfection of our own life, is no longer compromised by things that come up, that's enlightenment. So in the meantime, we have to work with this. But I'm suggesting that you take the attitude that you have no problem. And that when you begin to think you have a problem, just relax. Breathe into the lower belly. Let it go. You know, breathing into the lower belly is, is a, a beautiful technique for letting go of whatever the storyline is. So you're already on the journey. You're already doing it. And this, the change, actually, that I've seen and pretty much everybody is, is um, dramatic and it's uh, impressive and it's also very moving. That uh, people, you know, I'm telling you these things, but actually you're already on the way to it. So maybe what I'm just doing here is giving you, of giving some words to this uh, process that we're all involved in, of appreciating and understanding that we actually, ha there is no problem. Not only do we not have a problem, there is no problem. In uh, Christianity, uh, we have this teaching. It's, it's, it's presented in a kind of external way, but it's, it's basically, in Christian terms, it's the idea that 
that um, God is the ruler of the whole universe and that nothing happens outside of his love. Now that's another way of saying the same thing. And uh, if you talk to uh, Christian contemplatives, that's their understanding that whatever arises is the gift of God. Now we're in a non-theistic tradition, which means that the ultimate goodness is actually within our experience, it's not outside. So we have this teaching of what's called sacred outlook, which means it says it comes down to the same thing, that everything in our life is a blessing and there is no fundamental problem. Now, this particular teaching is um, what it does. I mean, let's look at the impact. Narcissism is our condition as human beings. We all do it. And what happens is, the reason that we feel we have to focus on ourselves is because we think we have a problem that has to be worked out. That's why we do it. So when this, uh, this teaching of the innate human perfection and the perfection of our lives really becomes part of our experience, not just something that we think about, but we actually begin to find and discover in our life that, um, that beauty and that uh, blessing, you become so uh, relieved of the burden of yourself and you can truly begin to help other people in terms of where they're at, not some kind of limited help, but fundamental help of helping them wake up to their life also. And then, of course, that just spreads and spreads and spreads. So, the as usual in this tradition, we're doing this for ourselves, and we're also at the same exact time we're doing it for other people and actually for the whole world. So it's a very, uh, it has a tremendous amount of impact on our life and our relationships and the work that we do. And, you know, we begin to make the astounding discovery that um, initially we thought life was doing our own thing. And then, you know, coming back to what we talked about yesterday, then we discover that doing our own thing is actually not very beneficial and we need to work on ourselves in a different way and eliminate the idea of, uh, you know, the ego, which is the Hinayana level really take our journey seriously and begin to, to really explore rather than just trying to crank out our own little agenda. So that's the first discovery, that there's a journey here and that doing our own thing is not really going to get us anywhere. And then we start to, then the next wake up is that we begin to realize actually our life is about other people. And then the final wake up is we begin to realize our life is actually in service of the universe and of very real energies and very real intention that is built into the nature of things. And we simply become the servant of the love and compassion that is needing to flow forth. And the universe needs human beings to be the vehicle. And so we find ourselves in that role. So that's the um, process of letting go kind of opens our life in that way. And it really comes down to this one thing of letting go of the idea that we have a problem and that there's anything fundamental that needs to be fixed up. You know what I'm saying?
To download more of Reggie's teachings, find out about upcoming retreats, and to explore a variety of audio listening guides to assist you on your spiritual journey, please visit dharmaocean.org. Our music is by Jeff Beale and Nawang Ketchog from the album Tibet Cry of the Snow Lion.